What is up, everybody? It is Inkscape Sports Entertainment, episode 85. Starting off with Inkscape's 4, Announcers Edition. Thought I was done with these, but um, I realized I forgot to do the announcers, the commentators. Um, going a little off script with this one. Instead of pro basketball, I'm doing using college basketball. will be for obvious reasons. Um, I did start out um, previewing the NFL season episode by episode, the upcoming NFL season episode by episode. Um, starting off with the AFC North, and I went into my quarterback, running backs, then wide receivers and tight ends. Back to the divisions. Um, we are it is August sixth. NFL season kicks off September eighth. So that's about four weeks from now. I've got seven divisions left, so about two a week. So um, getting into it, it's it keeps four announcers edition again. The AFC East, the AFC South. What I like about them, not just like the three words to describe, but what I like about the teams. Um, or my honest opinion on the teams, um, first thoughts on the team, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Um, and the, like I said, AFC South. And then I will also go over Comic Con 2022 uh, from San Diego. Um, the MCU, Kevin Feige, um, that genius, went over future films, future shows. I think they're kind of doing a lot. I think they need to pump the brakes a little bit. But I kind of understand why. I mean, there's supply and demand, but they can also they can also tone it down a little bit. But I'll I'll get into my opinions on that. Go over what they said. Go over what they revealed first, and what I'm looking forward to most. So let's get into it. Inkscape's four announcers edition. Um, I'll list them off. Uh, wrestling is Jim Ross. I really wanted to go with Joey Styles because when he announced an ECW, he was a color commentator, so to speak. Play-by-play play. again. I know it's scripted, but announcers don't really have a script, so they just go off what they what they hear, uh, what they see. Um, Joey Styles was great, but Jim Ross, I think he's just slightly better. I think he's the greatest pro wrestling announcer of all time. Not right now in AEW um, on Wednesdays and Fridays or whenever, however they do it. I don't watch AEW that much, but I think it should be Jim Ross. Um, I think he's the greatest wrestling announcer of all time. His voice can be heard worldwide. Um, you hear it on football clips, any sort of sports, actual sports clips. The, by God, he killed him. He killed him. Um, referring to the Undertaker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Um, when Mankind was thrown off the top of the cell, fell onto the announcer table. And then later in that match, he was thrown through the top of the cell, through the wrestling ring. Um, I know it's fake, but hey, there's bumps for a reason. Those are some pretty big bumps. So. Um, so Jim Ross, um, NFL, I really wanted to go with Jim, uh, Jim, John Madden on this one, but something wanted me to go with Kevin Harlan and Kevin Harlan. He's the CBS NFL announcer. He does a lot more than just football, but I, what I really wanted to go with Mitch Holstis as well. I sound a little biased. He's the chiefs announcer, um, voice of the chiefs. He has a lot of energy, a lot of passion. You can tell. But there's things he does that I'm not a big fan of. Like, if you're going to be an announcer for a team, I'm not saying be biased, but I'm not saying be I'm not saying be unbiased or be biased or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything, but it, it's he sounds very excited no matter what. Like, uh, Jamal Charles breaks past the 20, 25. Or, or breaks past the 20, and he's going to get all the way up to the 22-yard line for a two-yard gain. Like, way too excited. Or, uh, and it's going to be a touchdown for the Denver Broncos. What a play. Like, okay, are you a Chiefs announcer? Or what are you? But he does have the uh, iconic touchdown, Kansas City. 
featuring a Mitch Holtz. He does have that. Um, there was a Crown Royal NFL commercial, and his voice was used for that. So, well, I do give him a tip of the cap for that. I, I, I definitely would put him top five in terms of football, but I wouldn't put him at number one or even two. I think it's Kevin Harlan, then John Madden. But I'm going with Kevin Harlan here. Um, just all the stuff he does, his passion, he has the voice for it. He has the, you could just listen to it. Even when there's a fan on the field. I guess there was a, a one time when a fan went on the field and he was wearing almost next to nothing. And you hear him say during the uh, during the broadcast, he's like, put on some pants, man, or something like that. I don't know what it was. And then he gets into the, uh, the end of the 2019 season, the regular season for the NFL. And he's calling both games. He says, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, God, I have to play it. I don't, I don't have it memorized. But I can't play it. I don't know how the copyright stuff works. Let's get a laugh in there for that one. <laughs> Anyways, he was calling both games, referring to the Dolphins and Patriots, Chiefs, Chargers. If Dolphins win, Chiefs get the number two seed. They get the bye. Lo and behold, Chiefs got the home field advantage overall because number one seed Ravens lost. In the playoffs and the divisional rounds, the Chiefs got the AFC Championship, won their first AFC Championship in 50 years, won their first Super Bowl in 50 years, first ever AFC Championship, I should say. But, uh, yeah, so Jim Ross, Kevin Harlan for wrestling. Basketball is Dick Vitale. Um, he, uh, it's awesome, baby. I can't do the Vitale voice, but he's iconic, and that's what I meant. It's not pro, it's college there. But he's announced pro games before. They've The NCAA and NBA have done things before where pro announcers would announce a college game, College announcers would announce a pro game. So you would see Dick Vitale announce a game involving LeBron or Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Um, Major League Baseball, it's Vince Scully. He was the voice of the Dodgers. He just passed away this past week. Um, I didn't listen to a lot of Dodgers broadcasts, but I've heard clips. He did announce, I think it was Hank Aaron's 715th home run. He announced that. Um, He he was a part of that. Um, His sign-offs, I think, were always awesome. His final sign-off brought a tear to my eye. I'm not really an emotional person when it comes to celebrities or famous people passing away, with the exception of a few I've gotten sad over, pretty sad over, kind of teary-eyed over. But that one, I didn't really get sad over it until I watched his final sign-off, and he said, "He's we've enjoyed our time together, and at one point, the winter will move into spring, and it'll be time for Dodger baseball. So the, his sign-offs were A1. Um, that's Inskeep's four announcers edition. Next week we will go back to the, or I will go back to the uh, best of the week involving football, baseball, basketball, wrestling, mainly pro. But once in a while I'll bring up college. So um, next up, I'm gonna take a quick, I'm gonna take a quick break. But next up it's AFC East, AFC South, and then my thoughts on the uh, Comic Con panel from Paul H for Kevin Feige and the MCU. Stay tuned. Okay, I am back. AFC East, AFC South, 
and then my review of the Marvel Cinematic Universe 2022 Comic-Con review. Again, we already went over Inscapes 4, the announcer's edition. Um, starting off with the AFC East, starting off with the Patriots, I think it's time for Bill Belichick to retire. Um, he doesn't have any assistant coaches or any coordinators, offense or defense. He's got a bunch of young guys in his coaching staff, nothing wrong with that, but Bill's kind of having the, I got this, I've been doing this for a long time, I'll do it all myself. I feel like that's a recipe for failure. Not saying he's not the greatest coach of all time in all of sports, because I believe he is, but he just needs to retire. Everyone has their time, and father time finally caught up to Bill. Um, next up with the Dolphins, they're like a Legion of Zoom knockoff, okay, uh, of the Chiefs, which is weird. Um, the Chiefs were a Legion of Boom knockoff. The Seahawks and the Chiefs both won championships with the Legion of Boom and the Legion of Zoom. Dolphins saying they would would be a hot take or nuclear. Um, I somewhat trust Tua. He's okay. I trust Tyreek and Jalen Waddell. Um, interested to see this, how this new regime works out. But right now, they're a Legion of Zoom knockoff. Next up, the Jets. Zach Wilson has a lot of upside. I know he struggled mightily last year. Some would say he just flat-out stinks. He's a flat-out bust. Give him another year. I think he'll be great. Um, I do make jokes that Barry Sanders is the greatest running back of all time because he's from the state of Kansas. Uh, where I'm from, and I say, well, that's all we have, let us have it, besides a couple of great college championship teams, KU, and Sporting Kansas City, uh, they're not college, but you get my point, but uh, Barry Sanders, greatest running back of all time, in my opinion, from the state of Kansas, now you got Brees Hall, he went to Iowa State, um, graduated out of Northwest High um, in Wichita, Kansas, so Brees Hall, I'm looking forward to see how he does, I think he's very explosive, Quick cuts. Um, we'll see how him and Zach Wilson could be a great pair. I trust Robert Soleil. They got a good young defense. Receiving core, I'm not a big fan of, but um, I'll give it time. And the next up is the Bills. I think Josh Allen's top five in the in the in the league in quarterbacks. I think it goes Brady, Rodgers, Mahomes, Josh Allen, then Joe Burrow, or you can say Justin Herbert. It's kind of either or. But that's my top five there. And then they got a revamp defense, especially with Von Miller. Pass rush is much better. Um, I think. I think Von Miller's contract was a little uh, hefty there, but that veteran leadership, he's still got a strong pass rush ability, so Bills probably run away with, run away with that division. Um, Jets will be interesting. Patriots will still be interesting. Dolphins will be fun to watch, but um, Bills definitely will take that division. AFC South, um, the Houston Texans, there's not much to go off of. Um, Davis Mills and Brandon Cooks. Other than that, I don't like anything about that franchise. I don't like the ownership. I don't like the head coaching staff. I don't like the management. I don't like anything about that team. The Tennessee Titans. How has Derrick Henry looked? How has Derrick Henry looked coming off his injury? And can we really trust Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill? I don't think so. Vrabel, high energy guy. It's his first stint as a head coach. He'll learn his lesson. Um, not saying he's going to get fired or anything, or he's on the hot seat. But uh, build a, he's built a great. He's built a good defense. He's built a pretty good, pretty decent offense. But quarterback play has not been great, and that's fully on Ryan Tannehill. I, I put that on Vrabel because he's the head coach. But uh, it's just that a lot of question marks with that Titans team. Jacksonville Jaguars, the head coach, has at least half a brain. Uh, Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence should thrive in the West Coast offense. So we'll see how he does. I'm excited to see how Trevor Lawrence does. I don't think he's a backup. I think he's a starter. I don't think he's a franchise player. I don't think he's a generational talent. But he is very talented, and I think he'll be very good. 
Indianapolis Colts, Matt Ryan. They've got Matty Ice. They got a great run game. They've got great leadership. Um, receiving core question marks there, but definitely not. I'd say it's better than the Packers. Did you see the PFF? Uh, there was a tweet from PFF, PFF, Pro Football Focus saying, "Don't sleep on the uh, Green Bay Packers wide receiver core." Then you get you get on TikTok and you see Bears fans and Vikings fans stitching that video. Uh, it's a TikTok thing when you stitch, you kind of clip a video, then you put your own video, and it shows you napping. I've seen Bears, Packers, and Lions fans do that. But uh, tough talk from a team with the Packers and then three Canadian Football League like like teams. Yeah, good job, guys. But anyways, I uh, trust the Colts. Again, their receiving core I have questions on, but everything else looks great on paper. I think that's a real dark horse team. Uh, I want to get into the MCU and the Comic-Con review, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I've talked about it before, and they have a lot of stuff coming. If you look at phases one through three, from Iron Man to Avengers Endgame, or Spider-Man Far From Home, technically, um, that lasted from 2008 to 2020. No, not 2020. Uh, 2019. That's 11 years. That's three phases over 11 years. About 26 movies. So what? Uh, two movies a year? Three movies a year? Almost. Two to three movies a year? Um, no Disney Plus shows just yet. They didn't start doing that until Phase 4. Um, and they're all connected. The, the Disney Plus TV shows and the movies, they're all connected. It's all uh, canon, I guess. I don't know. But there's kind of a thing here. If you guys remember, I've talked about it before. Western movies. Um, Western-style movies. Um, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and the, and the 1900s. Those were the thing. But those fell off. And obviously there's Joe Pickett, there's the Yellowstone world, but uh, that's it's 2022 now, and that's just now coming around. Well, Yellowstone's been around for a few years, but you get my point. Um, but those, they were, out for, they were out for so long, the Western movies in the 40s, 50s, almost three or four decades. And then they fell off. And then all of a sudden it was just high action movies, superhero movies, specifically superhero movies. Um, starting off with Christopher, Christopher Reeve's Batman all the way to, uh, or Bat, Christopher Reeve's Batman, Christopher Reeve's Superman, all the way down to now. And there's a point to this that I'm, I'm going to go through this. I'm going to stop on that, that little rant. It's not really a rant. I'm just kind of saying, be careful here. Um, they closed off the Comic Con with like a bang. Um, phase six was confirmed which will begin with the Fantastic Four. Um, I think it should be... What I think it should be... John John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. I think he was perfect. And uh, Multiverse of Madness. As I was saying, my audio got caught off. I got a phone call coming in. Um, But John Krasinski was a great uh, Mr. Fantastic. I think that's who should be and lead the Fantastic Four cast. We'll probably get that at the... D23, I'm not exactly sure what that is. It's a Disney, Disney Plus, or Disney, it's like Comic-Con, but it's Disney only. Um, unless I don't have that right. I, I don't know, I'll look into that later. Um, the MCU was originally called the Infinity Saga, basing off the Infinity Saga in the comics. Now it's going to be called the Multiverse Saga, and they showcased all of Phase 5. But they did go ahead and uh, went to Phase 6. Like I said, starting off with Fantastic Four and end with Avengers, the Kang Dynasty, and Secret Wars. 
which would officially include the MCU's second saga. Um, Black Panther also, Wakanda Forever, got the first trailer and plot details. Uh, rest in peace to Chadwick Boseman there. But it's confirmed that there will be uh, Nam- Namor. Nam- I'm not saying that right, but similar to the uh, Aquaman, but of Marvel. There's a fourth Captain America film coming out, Captain America, New World Order. Uh, reminds me of WCW back in the day. Welcome to the New World Order of Wrestling, brother. It'll be Anthony Mackie's first future film as a new Captain America, following the events of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Which, he's the Captain America now. Whoever says it's still Chris Evans, move on. He was a great Captain America, but they're following the comics. Um, She-Hulk and Black Panther will conclude Marvel's Phase 4. She-Hulk I am very much looking forward to. The graphics aren't great, and that has a po- then I have a point to that in a second. Um, phase 5 will begin on February 17th, 2023, with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And will end on July 26th, 2024, with Thunderbolts. You see what I mean? One phase is going within a year and a half. There's not even a year and a half, technically. A year and a half is a year and six months. A year and four months is how long they'll take. It's Ant-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, Loki Season 2, Blade, Agatha, The Coven of Chaos, Agatha, The Coven of Chaos, Captain America, New World Order, like I said. The Secret Invasion Show, that's a show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and, Ag- and Agatha is a show on Disney+, Plus too. There's Echo, again, that's on Disney+. Plus. There's The Marvels. There's Ironheart, again, Disney+, Plus. then Daredevil, Born Again, on Disney+. Plus. Um, my point to all this is, while I'm looking forward to all this, and I'm glad there's going to be a lot of content over the next few years, over the next four years or so, it, there's getting to a point where it gets to be too much. Um, back to the She-Hulk thing. If you watch the official trailer, and then the first trailer, the, the graphics look pretty bad. The official trailer looks better, but it's still not great. Apparently, VFX artists are being overworked to an extent. Like, there's deadlines that they just can't meet. They're trying to make these things look as cool as possible. But you're kind of skipping past how it's supposed to look. I'm not saying it should take 12 years to complete three different phases, but I'm not saying it should take three or four. Give it six or seven. And that doesn't seem like much of a difference, but believe me, it is. VFX artists, especially in the movie world, like it's not a, it's not a life or death thing. It's not a you're not you're it's not a law enforcement. It's not it's not anything. Just relax. Don't do superhero movies. What you did with westerns, where we got to go twenty or thirty years without superhero movies. Then we have a Spider-Man TV show on Paramount Plus in forty years, where westerns had to wait for Yellowstone to save it. Walker, Texas Ranger, no offense to Chuck Norris, does not count. I love the superhero movies, and I love westerns too. I love all types of movies. It's Ed Skeep Sports Entertainment for a reason. I'm talking about movies, TV shows, and sports. Mainly sports. But there are going to be some times where I'm going to rant over these things. 85 episodes in, I hope I've kind of made that clear. What I'm looking forward to most of the MCU is the final two Avengers movies... Maybe seeing Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield come back. Andrew Garfield can be the Sony Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire can introduce somebody else. While Tom Holland is the MCU Spider-Man. But you see how that gets confusing? That's how it ends up like Western movies. So, 
that being said, I'm going to sign off for the time, for the day, for the week, in Skip Sports Entertainment, episode 85. Before I go, though, I do want to say rest in peace to Bill Russell. We lost two great, res- two great legends this week. Um, Bill Russell, most accomplished basketball player ever. So, uh, what, 11 championships, I think two as a head coach. Um, and super, very impactful on and off the court. Um, Vin Scully, um, led, iconic announcer. Maybe the best out of the four this week. The Inskeeps four this week. So again, this is Inskeeps Sports and Entertainment, episode 85. I'm out of here. Thank you. Thank you.